0: Hello, it's Friday. This is Greg Margolis, and welcome to another episode of the Patterns of Play podcast. Hello, and welcome to another Fulham Friday episode of the Patterns of Play podcast. Uh, not a lot going on this past week for Fulham now that we have entered the summer, uh, the finally entered the summer offseason for them. Uh, Last week being a huge one for them as they won promotion back into the Premier League, uh, which is really exciting. Uh, I actually just got my Fulham jersey arrived yesterday from this past year that I'll be excited to have in place heading into the Premier League again this year. So really looking forward to that return. It sounds like they will be having new schedules coming out for the Premier League in the next week or so. Uh, So then we can kind of start to see how Fulham will be starting off the season, uh, what the schedule will look like, and if we can find a way to make sure we stay in the Premier League uh, this time around. So today we're going to talk a little bit about transfer updates. There's been some new rumors that have been thrown out there. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about Tony Khan's comments Uh, that were uh, quite uh, enlightening, um, quite uh, straight and forward and blunt um, from him, talking about some of the former players that were part of this team the last time we were in the Premier League. Uh, And then we will also talk some of the big uh, rumors that have come up this past week, uh, one of which... Uh, fits the bill for what I was predicting from a American standpoint in the last episode. So take a quick break and then go right into everything Fulham. So let's start things off with Tony Khan. Uh, he had an interview recently in the past few days uh, and was talking about uh, a lot of stuff with, with what was going on with the club and them being promoted again, but there were questions asked about, um, with them coming back to the Prem, would they be looking at specific players that were a part of this team when we were in the Premier League two seasons ago? Uh, the likes of Ryan Sesseño, uh Colm Chambers, Ryan Babel were three of the big ones that were brought up, uh, and... Tony Khan basically shut down any and all of those as as options be, because I think he was pretty blunt, saying that they didn't help us stay up that year. So why would he want to bring those players back in? Also, from the for the the likes of uh, Ryan Sessegnon, why bring a player in to basically develop on loan to basically develop for another club in the Premier League? Which is a very fair comment, you know, with him being at Tottenham Hotspur now, they, it would be, you know, silly to think that you'd bring a player back in to basically develop for another team that that is a rival in the Premier League, not, you know, we're not on that that level yet, but um, you are competing in the same division, why would you bring somebody in to develop for that club, so... It sounds like Ryan Cesanio is a no go, uh, but even after he made these comments, there have now been rumors about column Chambers and Ryan Babel, which I'll get into in a little bit. So you know, who knows what he's what he's actually saying and if it's true, and if he's just throwing, you know information out there to kind of throw people off while he is going about this process of building this club to be ready for Premier League play. Um, so it was interesting uh you know, he talked about those players. he talked about the you know we only have two loans that we can bring in from Premier League side, so that ties into that as well of why would we bring in players that uh, might not be able to contribute at this level uh, right away um you know, I know Col- column Chambers had was injured last year the, the entire season he he had something happen early in the year, and Ryan Cesio. I think would be a fairly good contributor for us, again, if he was to play. Um, so I'm not sure if, if you know that comment makes sense to me. Um, but it does go back to that idea of developing players for other teams. But I still think Ryan Cessna you know, would be a good addition to add some depth in that wide area and provide depth at the outside back position as well, especially at left back, which is a really... Not deep position for us If Joe Bryan goes down Who then fills in in that role Right now we don't really have anyone We didn't have to worry about that This past year um, I can't think of a game Where we started somebody else In that role I'm pretty sure Joe Bryan played Basically every single game there Um, So we need to find some depth In that left back position So interesting comments from Tony Khan We'll see what actually comes to fruition because as we switch our attention now into uh, some of the rumors that have been going around, Colm Chambers and Ryan Babel have been two names that have come up for players coming back to this uh, to this club heading into the Premier League. Colm Chambers, I think we all remember that he was probably the most passionate and best contributor for us in that Premier League season. Uh he helped solidified the defensive midfield role, which was a different role for him than he has typically played, but he he kind of you know when Zambo Anguisa went was hurt when uh Seri just was not the player that we really were looking for and when Kevin McDonald was just couldn't keep up with that that speed of play. Colum Chambers was the one who was able to actually do some decent work in a defensive midfield role. And bringing him back as depth there, as a depth player there, and as a depth player in the center back and right back positions at the Premier League level where he's played in that league before for many years now, it makes a lot of sense to bring him back. So he's one that I think they should be considering Ryan Babel is another one I do think that they should be considering, and he's one that Scott Parker has come out and said that he would like to have that player back in this side. Uh, They brought him in in January in in that year that we went down two years ago, and he was an actual goal-scoring threat for us at the Premier League level. Yes, he's getting up in age, but you need to provide some better goal-scoring threats outside of alexander Mitrovic at the premier league level and ryan Babel showed within the system that scott parker had start very much at the very beginning stages started to put in place uh, during those last few games showed that he could be a really good contributor for us so i don't i doubt that both of those players would cost very much money too uh, so again if we brought Babel in on loan again like we did if we brought I think it would make sense for Colin Chambers and for Fulham if that would be a permanent transfer. I don't see Chambers being a player who fits into the Mikel Arteta style, Um, and I think they're going after some bigger fish with the rumors of Upamecano, who just had an absolute stellar game yesterday for Leipzig. Uh, I just think that Chambers needs to find uh, a new situation to continue his career, so I think Fulham would be a good place for him, And he would add some good depth for us in multiple different positions. So those are two rumors that are flying around for players that were a part of the squad in the past. There's still the rumor of Ryan Frazier that we've approached and we would be able to get him on a free. I'm all about that. Uh, Harrison Reed, it's still uh, being said 8 million pounds for him. Uh... That would be, I think they still need to bring him in. He's just still, he was their best player last year when he played. He he allowed everybody around him to be able to play their style. Well, he handled that kind of, you know, holding mid-six role where he just sweeps everything up but also builds from that position. Um, so those are some really important ones that need to i think go through for us now the new ones that have come out today somewhat new somewhat have been discussed um terrence congolo who i think only featured in one game this year when we brought him in on that loan uh, and then he got hurt there's been a lot of talk about them making him a permanent move from huddersfield town Uh, which would be a really good move for us. I'm pretty sure that would be a cheap as well because they are certainly a club that will be revamping uh, with them having a tough drop into the championship after going down the same year that we did uh, into the uh, championship this past year. And I think that they are just going to be looking to kind of revamp a bit as they finished very close to the bottom of the table and will need to kind of decide where they want to go with that club. So that's one perspective along with the side of the player himself. I think Kongolo will have probably settled in at Fulham even though he was hurt and want to be a part of the club that went up into the Premier League, so be back at the highest level. So he's one, I think, who would be another good depth si- depth signing, and you know, he has the talent to play in multiple positions in the back line, has the pace to keep up with that Premier League level. And, you know, we didn't get to see him play that much this year. I think he's one that could be quality for us and probably not a ton of money either. Um, so that was another big one, and then we had a, another one from the championship, which was Maddie Cash, plays for Nottingham Forest. He can play in that out, right outside back position. That is a position that is of need for us for an upgrade. Um, with Ryan Christie, and we have the likes of Ryan Christie, Ryan or Steven Sassano, uh, and Dennis Adoy, who can play in that role. I don't see any of those three being up for that Premier League level at this point. Sesson is still in his development phase. Uh, I think he is going to see minutes this year, uh, and he could claim that role by the end of the season, but I don't think he should be the one starting there. Dennis I he just doesn't have the pace to keep up with the players that we're going to be going up against uh, in that wide area. Brian, uh, Cyrus Christie, uh, does. And he had some really good moments this year. He also had some really bad moments this year. So that inconsistency factor is, uh, something that's going to obviously send, um, warning signs as we head up into the Premier League. So, Does that mean bringing in a championship-level right-back is going to fit what we need? Uh, Maybe, maybe not. But he's Matt Cash is one who had an incredible year for the Forest and could provide a good option for us in that right-back role. Um, So he's another one to pay attention to and to see if we could get him for a minimal amount of money. Um, One who has come up from a Premier League side, I think this would be a loan for us. This is another one that I think Tony Khan was talking about when he was saying, why would we bring players in to develop for other teams, Uh, is Ethan Ampadu for Chelsea. He was at RB Leipzig this past year and was a really good option for them when the likes of Upamakano... Um, Klosterman, Kanate, Orban, some of their big players were either hurt or on suspensions. He had some really good games in the Champions League for them as they are now into the semifinals, uh, which is incredible, their, their rise this year. So, Ethan Ampadu at the center back role. He's a ball-playing center back. He has good speed, he's young, talented, uh, he's one who I think that they could bring in with the, the option to buy either by January or by the end of the year. So he, he's just another one for Chelsea who isn't going to play for them, just another one of these Chelsea players that they bring in and they constantly loan out. He's another one like like a Thomas Kalas who we brought in and we didn't sign going up into the Premier League. Uh, he's one I think that we could bring in this year. And he would be a really good pairing for Michael Hector to play in that back line, in that center back position. Um, He's just one I think they could bring in not a ton of money again. It'd probably be a a little bit on the more expensive side uh, in the long run. But you bring him in on a loan with the option to buy in the future, I think he would be a really good fit for what we are doing. Then we kind of get into the two United States players that I've talked about on the last episode and have now actually been linked with Fulham. So the first one is Anthony Robinson, left back. He plays for Wigan. They just went down, so I think his release clause is very cheap, like only 2 million pounds, I think, uh, where he was being touted to go to AC Milan in January for about 8 or $9 million. Um that fell through when he just wasn't able to get in on a medical. So you see he is somebody who is able to, I think, make a big jump from where he's at right now. He's He was one who was constantly not living up to his expectations, but he's still really young um, early 20s player. And he's somebody who, I think, made a really good jump this year. He is starting to get some looks for the national team pool, uh, whatever that will start up again. Um, But he's one who would provide us great depth at the outside back position and one that could develop for the future once, uh, you know, if Joe Bryan hits a ceiling or if he, uh, you know, just goes up in that age age range as he's, I think, 27 or 28 now. Um, So... Anthony Robinson, left back, very cheap, United States international, so adding to that full America pool, he is one I think they should absolutely be bringing in for the amount of money that he would be. Very cheap, good option, good depth at a position we really need. Um, Weston McKinney is the other one, so I brought him up on the last episode of Fulham Friday. He is a box-to-box player, so he's in that 8 role. I think this allows Tom Kearney to then... Really pay attention to what he does best, which is to be that playmaker in the number 10 situation and not have to worry about defending too much. Bring in McKenney, He immediately can play. He's played for Schalke in the Bundesliga. He was their best play, one of their best players this past year in a team that just really struggled. I think he's reached his full potential within what they're doing at Schalke, and he's ready for his next move coming to the Premier League his style of play he's really gritty um hard-nosed style center midfielder but one who can also take players on and score goals uh in all situations he scores from corners in the air he scores you know individually himself he and then he creates as well as that box-to-box box 8 midfielder Another one I really think who would be a great signing for them. I don't know how much they would be asking for him. I know they're trying to just offload to be able to revamp their squad as well. So we could probably get him on a little bit of a cheaper uh, purchase than if they had been uh, in a better situation finishing this season. So Weston McKinney for sure. Uh, They should be looking to bring him in to add to this Fulham squad so those are the big rumors that have come up this past week Uh, I think each and every one of those would add a different dynamic to this club but would also keep that philosophical approach in the heart of that club together without you know replacing too many of the big name players who helped us get up into the Premier League this year which is what um, Shahid Khan was talking about and what Scotty Parker has been voicing that this club is going to keep the core group and then add pieces around to make us a little bit better. Um, take one quick break. You'll come back, wrap things up about, um, kind of what I'm looking to see for, for a couple other pieces from a transfer perspective. And then also once the schedule comes out, kind of what I'd I would hope they would do as they approach the beginning of the season. So, we'll be right back. Alrighty, so we talked about the transfer rumors that have been out there. uh, But I want to mention one big position that we are actually... um, haven't been linked with much um, with much of that position. So I think all of the rumors have been great so far, but we still haven't had a, any news or information about a potential striker signing. Uh, so we really need to see Fulham go after somebody, Premier League proven striker to add depth behind Mitrovic um, or just to provide a different kind of approach at the striker position than Mitrovic does, is he's that, you know, physical player who wants to get into the box and get on the balls in the air and uh, be that that target style of striker where, you know, it would be great to have a secondary style player who's more of somebody who's going to take players on slash use their speed to get in behind. Uh, you know, Abubakar Kamara fits that bill, uh, but other than that, we don't have somebody who can really go at players um, and just it's necessary to to provide depth for us as we saw when Mitrovic was out with his suspension we kind of had to finagle our way into a you know false nine striker position with Bobby Reed or with Kamara or um, you know basically Josh Onomob playing this hybrid you know 10 um, role that saw him get in a more advanced position so It'd be great for them to be looking at some more depth at that position. I know they've they've mentioned uh, Anthony Robinson at the left-back role, but they need to be looking at some depth at that position as well. Um, so those are a couple other things I think they need to be paying attention to from a transfer perspective. And then the other thing that I think is important to address is with the schedules coming out, um, It's gonna be important for Fulham to, no matter who they're playing in those first five or six games. I think it's important for them to come out with the squad that helped them get promoted. So, no matter who ends up being transferred in, um, whether it's a player who could be slotted in right away, whether it's depth, whether it's you know a huge name. Which I mean, I don't think we're gonna bring in anything that's gonna be uh, world-beating, kind of turn your head type of player this year. Um, I still think it's really important for those first five games to do what we've been doing in the past, in the championship, to finish this year out with the players that helped us get promoted. I think when you go into a new season in a new division, if you try and do a lot of new things all at once that tends to not work very well. Uh, We've seen that with ourselves. We've seen that with uh, plenty of teams that have been promoted and then have gone right back down or have been very close to dropping right back down. Uh, So for me, those first five games, it's, it's about really paying attention to the fact that Fulham are notorious at starting slow. Uh, We know we've seen this for the past five or six years, and it's basically ever since I've started watching Fulham, they constantly seem to start season off really slow. So, you know, say we start the the year off against two of the big top teams, we start off against like a Liverpool and a Manchester United, but those other three games are against, um, you know, a team that came up with us, so either West Brom or Leeds, we've potentially could see some of the teams towards the bottom of the table last year, like an Austin Villa though, like we need to go win those games to start this year off with at least, you know, six or nine points out of the first five games instead of like in the past, we're going through the first five and we have like a point and now we're trying to chase our first win all about trying to get some early points to kind of settle into this season so that we can not be scrapping at the end of the year for, uh, you know, safety and not get relegated again. So I think that comes from sticking to what's been working for us. Yes, we're gonna have to adjust our tactics slightly, uh, but play the players that helped us get up, and then once the new players have settled in, have them start to contribute you know, in those first five games for those last 10, 15 minutes. And then, you know, by game five, six, we're putting in the best, you know, the squad that is going to help us get the best results on a on a game-to-game basis. Um, Scott Parker's already addressed the mindset piece uh, after we won that promotion uh, final, about how they're still working on the mindset of this team, uh, a team that was somewhat broken as they went down last uh, last year. Uh, into the championship, they're still addressing that. I think that's a big piece of this puzzle: is reshaping their mindset heading into this season. Of um, it's a new year, it's a new season, new coach, you know, different coach from last time. Heading into the Premier League, uh, but it's a group that's really uh, believed in themselves and trusted each other to help them get to where they are and to now continue to move forward. So I love that from Scott Parker. Um, and it just—I think they need to just be really careful with keeping the core group, uh, for lack of a better term, happy heading into this year, and bringing these new players in that they sign to complement what has already been built. And then once they are in, they earn their time, they earn their spots, uh, and this then allows us to grow as a team. Uh, incrementally instead of trying to throw a ton of money like we did last time and hope that the pieces come together right away with no real development. So I'm really excited to see what these signings will be for, for Fulham in the next few weeks. I'm excited that Scott Parker and the cons are really focused on keeping this core group and building off of that uh, and just can't wait to see the. next development in this Fulham side as we have done a lot of really good things this past year to help us get back to the Premier League Um, and now it's just time to keep moving forward Uh, this was another episode of the Patterns of Play podcast a Fulham Friday episode Uh, I'm your host Greg Margolis, very much appreciate uh, your listen as always, have a great weekend and uh, tune in next week to An episode that will cover uh, the Champions League games that have been going on the past few days. And we'll look ahead to Europa League uh, and uh, Champions League semifinals as well. All right, have a great one.